Hi, I'm Olivia from Onso Studio and welcome to the Brame podcast. Who else listening has a business but absolutely hates selling? Because you're definitely not alone. Majority of people start a business from really a place of passion or that need or want to live a more meaningful life. But when we don't see sales or just aren't gaining leads, we're in a bit of a tough spot. Do we walk away from our vision or do we learn more skills? The most common issue when we aren't gaining sales or leads is usually because of our sales technique or lack of one that is really letting us down. It can kind of be hard to hear and a little bit frustrating when I know you're probably already doing a lot and have learned so much already, like how to create engaging content and gaining traffic and posting consistently. But really, that is a slice of the pie. We need the whole pie to create a well-oiled system. In today's episode, we'll be discussing how a sales system can help you grow sales save time and see how your content efforts are actually worth it in the end. I've come to realize that a sales system is required in any size business. So really whether you're a one-woman business or a small close-knit team, even if you provide one-to-one service or handmade products, this is something you should implement. So what is a sales system? Well, you may be more familiar with the term funnel. A sales funnel. Really what it includes is getting your people to be aware so you can then build that relationship with said person. We usually have to go through stages before we buy something. First, we really do need to be aware that your business even exists and this is your marketing. And this is the first stage and that's usually building the traffic to your site. And maybe you are going you're doing really well at this phase and you've already seen a steady rise in visitors to your site, but then they leave without a trace. And there's no way for you to get hold of them and start building a relationship. If this is something you can relate to, this may mean you have a dead end in your sales system. And essentially letting the people you want to work with and you've worked really hard to actually gain their attention and get them onto your website is falling through your fingers. So how do you get them to the next stage? Well this involves getting them to sign up to your email list. This is where you gain leads whether they're leads for a product or leads for a service. These are people who are really interested. To keep tabs on who these people are, you often have to offer them something like a risk-free invite. This is obviously will include creating something enticing like a lead magnet. I'm sure you've probably heard lead magnets before. Some of these can include webinars, checklists or a challenge. What's great about a lead magnet is if you create it evergreen, you'll only have to make it once and it's done. A key tip here is to make sure your lead magnet is closely related to your product or service because you only want the people to join your list that are likely really interested in the product or service you're going to be selling them at the end. Depending on the lead magnet you pick, there are some benefits. 
to specific different lead magnets. So a checklist is quick and easy for someone to download and use. However, is it the most valuable? Probably not. This doesn't mean it can't help people. I just might not be as enticing for your visitor on your site to give up their email address for. I'll only give up my email address for something really good. So bear that in mind when you're thinking about your ideal people and what you want to offer. So challenges are usually involving a sequence of emails for your new email list subscribers to follow and complete. And you should hopefully by the end of it, of that challenge, have given them um, some sort of result or outcome that they can see. Challenges are a great way to get your people into that, you know, habit of checking and opening your emails. But sometimes people can lose momentum and will not really follow all the emails and they'll um, maybe gain a little bit of in, um a boredom and um, slack off on opening your emails so bear this in mind the last one is webinars I'm currently in the midst of making a webinar so personally for me I think a webinar is one of the best ways to gain a email address a webinar also means you hold someone's attention for up to possibly 45 minutes to over an hour and that's a really long time we can never hold that amount of time or attention with someone on Instagram plus you can get you can really value pack your webinar and you can automate the whole system so you don't need to go live every week if that's what you're thinking Webinars can also get you a head start on that nurture phase, which is where you are warming up your person with a problem and providing a solution. This solution is usually related to your product and or service. So depending on time, resources and what your product or service is, it's your turn to decide what lead magnet is best for you. There is one that I've mentioned that I haven't mentioned yet, and that is also quizzes. Quizzes can be a great opt-in for your people. However, when I've done a quiz, I'm sometimes reluctant to give my email address up at the end. So you can lose a lot of people. But it is your decision. And I'm thinking of actually using a quiz in conjunction with my webinar opt-in so that I have a quick opt-in and a slow one. You may have to test and trial some of your lead magnets to see what works best for your business, for your product, for your service and for your people. So once they tick off the checklist, completed the challenges or watched your webinar, you need to slowly nurture them with a either a sequence of emails or you could technically do this with ads. This is the moment when you really shine a big heavy light on the problems and issues they are facing. And in each email, you want to start easing those problems or completely resolve them with solutions. And these will relate back to your product or service. If you're using email to nurture your people, I'm thinking of using probably about three. I don't want to clog up my people's inboxes and I don't want it to become something that they sort of forget about. So I think three is probably a good number for a nurture email sequence. But you're not done yet. The final stage, this is where things may differ depending on your product or service based business. Either way, it's time to sell. 
You got them to sign up, they've completed your lead magnet, they've been opening your nurture sequence and they are now pretty warm for you to nudge them into buying your product or service. They also have experienced your solutions to ease their problems. So they know that now that you actually do help them and do provide them with a lot of value just in your free content. And now they'll know that or they'll be thinking, well, if that's happening in their free content, then their paid products and services will probably be even better. So after your nurture sequence, you're sending a sales pitch email. A link to a sales page, a big image of your product and etc. with obviously written copy inside it. If you're a service-based business like me, I include my higher tier service that I offer um, and I create a unique sales page, something that's not on my website. So that um, this is like an entry into um my branding one-to-one branding service fully custom and this is where I invite them to a discovery call this is sort of one more step because I guess you could see the discovery call as like a nurture step um but they would um for a product or something they would be actually buying at this point um so yeah service-based business might have a little extra step in there usually with service-based businesses we do want to talk to them before working with them and that's because just because we have a sales funnel we don't want any tom dick or sally really signing up and um having to work with them if we don't think we're a good fit so we do have that um discovery call to make sure that it's going to work this partnership um So your people may go straight to your purchases if you are a product business or if you're a service-based business but don't need that discovery call. And that is when you make the sale. I'm going to wrap this episode up by now so you can see how a sales funnel or system leads your visitors on a journey with your brand. At each stage, there will be people lost. But without it, you'll have a sales system with a heck of a lot of dead ends with no chance of gaining a sale. So by far worth building the system. The best thing about it is once it's created, you just have to maintain the marketing and the traffic and the rest can be automated with emails, etc. So you don't need to be manually sending out emails every time someone um, signs up to your email list. That would get pretty confusing because everybody will be at different stages on your email list. So to reiterate the stages, one, the first stage is traffic. That is where you get people to come to your site, know that you exist. And that is usually done through something like social media. Stage two is the gaining leads. And that is your opt-in or invitation to get them to sign up to your email list. The third stage is the nurture sequence, building a relationship with that person and showing them that you can actually help them and provide them with valuable information through direct email and solving their problems. Then lastly, the sale. You might have just thought, hey, what happens if they don't buy at that stage? Well, I usually offer a less expensive service, not my cheapest, but my second tier service. And if they still aren't interested, then I take them back onto a different set of nurture sequence emails. And then I try selling to them again. 
So if you're currently focused on the traffic generation, that is great, but make sure you also have a sales systems system to be taking them through. So your hard work in content creation and marketing isn't going to waste. If you are like me and you feel a little awkward when selling, then definitely go have a listen to episode 25 on the Brand My Podcast. How to sell your products or service without feeling sleazy is a really good episode. Go check it out. Thanks for listening to the Brand My Podcast. If what I said helped you, please subscribe. And if you have a few seconds, just to spare, leave a quick star rating review. It really does help my podcast grow organically. I hope you join me next week. And in the meantime, visit onsitestudio.com where you can browse all my free resources and paid products, including website templates and custom and semi-custom brand identity and website services. I hope you have a wonderful day and take care.